played a lot of Blackout yet. That's what I'm saying. It was nowhere near as big, but like it was big enough to have like a little scene and to make a bit of money from. You talk about how you did that transition. You're dabbling in Blackout. How did you like Warzone initially? On the day one, I was excited for the release and to start wages. Obviously, that was like my main income because I think I had like 20 subscribers or something, 24 subscribers wow. on Twitch. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into another Bot Lobby podcast episode. I'm Grandmaster Goge. As always, Katie from a new room. How are we doing today? <laughs> good, good. Uh, I'm out in Vegas for the next couple days. So doing what we can, maybe not the most exciting background, but as long as the audio is good, that's really all that matters. Hey, exactly. We are here for a good podcast experience and uh, a good viewer experience as well. Uh, we have a very special guest, as always, with the, the bot lobby. I should stop saying that because it's just kind of what we do now, Katie, is we bring in the best there is uh, in, in Warzone and uh, no different. Today, uh, an announcement for his World Series of Warzone team. We're talking EU side this time around. I know he was excited to speak because Raided was talking a bit of trash and uh, we're, we're excited to bring on uh, the brand new father. Let's go ahead and bring him in, Katie. We've got Juke Juki's himself. Juki's, how are you doing, brother? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. I've got a bit of a sore throat, but other than that, though, I'm good. Good. Yeah, you've had some uh, some pretty big life changes as of recently. I know um, that your uh, Emily just gave birth to Elijah, and uh, that seemed that seemed like a whole ordeal. I was watching the the tweets. Right, first off, congratulations. But um, <laughs> how was that? How how's Elijah? How's Emily? How are all you guys? <laughs> Well, my life's been changing for the past two years. It hasn't stopped changing nonstop. But uh, this is definitely the biggest change. It was the scariest change. But the way, the way everything's been, it's, it's gone pretty good, going well. So yeah, it's amazing as well. It's, it's the most amazing feeling ever, just having a baby. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to say, I mean, that's got to be like, uh, you know, there's so many changes from from work to, to streaming to being a Warzone competitor to winning massive tournaments. But bringing a child into the world and becoming a father, it's it's a whole another thing. You know what I mean? It is. It really is. Um, well, exciting. It's an exciting feeling, though. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I can only imagine. Well, I, I know that uh, you, you kind of came in last second for this, and I really appreciate that. Uh, let's kind of get warmed back up for it. We're going to do our rapid-fire mm -hmm. questions like we usually do. Set the scene a bit here. Uh, we're going to start off with some pretty simple ones. Uh, it, it could be the first person that comes to mind, even if you regret it later, okay? So first question I've got for you, Jukies, is who is your favorite person to stream with, and then who is your favorite person to compete with, and are they the same person? Pete with yep Lennon Lennon, Lennon sure. yeah, for both questions actually for both questions okay stream and compete with I like it uh all right favorite streaming moment favorite favorite streaming moment it has to be winning the syndicate Sundays the first major 100k that was definitely my best moments ever <laughs> yeah. on stream on stream yeah, that's that's 20, a that's a 25 great twenty five k. Twenty five k, I think it was. We won. Yeah, that's not too bad. <laughs> nah, nah, and I've never won it like much in my life there. So <laughs> when it, when it, when you got like hardly anything in the bank, that's kind of big. You know what yeah. I mean? yeah, yeah, like <laughs> early early in your career, hundred uh, percent. What was your favorite meta of all time in Warzone? Favorite meta would have to be the Kilo MP five. Yes, yes. There we go. That that's the answer, Goj. I'm sorry. No other <laughs> answer is right except Kilo MP5. Right. People like to see me with the Amax, but I just felt good with the Kilo. I think everyone did. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I got ripped out of the air with the Kilo from Rated earlier <laughs> uh, yesterday. So uh, feel that. All right, Katie. Next one. Favorite competitive moment. 
maybe competitive moment. Could potentially be the same as the other answer, but I think that might be yeah, it's the same as the other answer, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, the Royal Ruckus win that was quite good, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, what would have been the best though? What would have been if it happened? If it was ever won the wars on Wednesday? Oh yeah, yeah. I lost, I lost by one kill against Aiden Mutex. I think it was one kill. Oh, well, the question, oh, the one of the, the next question was your hardest loss. Was that the hardest loss that you can remember, or were there some worse ones? Considering you maybe still won a bit of money. Um, that's probably the hardest one. Even though it wasn't that hard, taken because at the time everything was like going amazing. I even though I lost. I could just look to me right and look at me stream and it was just going crazy. Yeah, yeah. So like, so like even though I lost, but because it, it was a winner take all as well. So second place got nothing, and first place got ten k oh, each. Oh wow! And so I was like, that was definitely the the, the big dagger, but it was alright though. I got over it. Yeah, away. yeah. That's that's still a tough one. Okay, so your least favorite duo to compete against. Least Oh God! See, I don't, see, I like competing against them all. Me, like I, really, I'd rather play against all the top ones. But like, I don't. It's like I don't know how to answer that question because. Do you mean like who's the hardest to, sure. to compete against? Yeah, say you're in a two v two and I you really see that you're playing play in this team and you're like, oh no, <laughs> please no. That, that, it'd have to be Tommy Norman. Yeah, I, uh, that's them too. I, I think that's been 99% of people's answers. F- fair enough. But I, I do like that answer of like, I like competing against them because it's a good matchup, but it's the hardest. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite competitive format in Warzone? I love customs, custom games. That's where my heart is, definitely. Trios? Trios for sure, yeah. I, I do like those as well. There hasn't been too many hosted, but when I do play them, I, I like them too. But um, on Caldera, it's a bit, mm, but if it's a bit iffy. It's a lot different to last year, but it's still my favorite. It's still my favorite uh, game mode to play. All right, last one. If you could have any dream brand deal, uh, who would it be that you can talk about? Uh, Nike. Yeah, Nike. <laughs> Miles <laughs> by Miles. <laughs> By miles. Yeah, that, I'll, I'll, I will. I will one day. I will one day. Yeah, that's that's one of those long term kind of like uh, everybody dreams about. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're wearing it right now. I love that. We've got, that's yeah. We've got Nike a few times though, haven't we? Yeah, I I mean, every day. Yeah, it's the it's the whole branch outside of gaming thing. Like touches all mm-hmm. all other spheres of entertainment and and sports and and really is a lifestyle brand. So I love that answer. Um, well, oh, well, thanks for kind of entertaining us with those those rapid fire questions. We're gonna start off pretty hot here at the very beginning um you uh you kind of mentioned some of your early competitive ex- uh, success here in jukies and i wanted to kind of take let you kind of take us back to the very beginning of your career and talk a little bit about your come up like when did you get started in warzone what got you started in playing competitive cod what did you play before that like what was kind of your entry story because i feel like your story is less known than most although a lot of people know who you are it's like where was the beginning of jukies Beginning of Jukies probably started like on Modern Warfare Remastered, you know, mm-hmm. the same oh, year yeah. as in- the same year as Infinite Warfare, I think it was. Yeah, I never, I've, I've never played any Jetpack cards, never played any. Obviously, I played like a bit on them, like a bit of pubs and stuff like that, but it was never like I never really knew this competitive scene until 
that year. How, how, how long ago was that? MWR? MWR five years ago. Yeah, it was a minute. No. At, at least five, right? Four or five. MWR. Actually, actually, no. we'll, we'll say five or six unless Katie gives us an update. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at uh, 2016. Six. MWR came out 2016. So six years. Yeah, six years. That's when I found out there was a competitive scene and game battles and stuff like that. So that's when I started grinding that. And um, that's, that's where it began really as well. I started watching the year after that was World War Two. That's when I found out about Twitch. I found out about like the competitive scene and then I started following all like the EU players. For example, like Tommy, uh, Scraps, Wushkin, they were all on like Unilad. I don't know if you remember that team. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And obviously they, they don't, they're not, they, they live like not far from me. So like, I can't, I kind of thought, oh my God, if they can do it, I can, I can do something. So like, I started just following, following the twins a lot, really. And Tommy, because Tommy was always live, till is these days. And um, Tommy was like the first person I started watching on Twitch. So when I was watching Tommy just do his thing, I, I, compl I completely stopped watching telly, TV and stuff. Yeah, I just started watching Twitch. And I think I've been the same since. I just watched Twitch and a bit of Netflix. And um, honestly, yeah, that, that's it. I just like, came from the bottom. The bottom, like, I remember start, starting me Twitter and stuff like that. I think it was 2016 as well. Um, no followers, didn't know anyone in the scene. Literally no one in the scene. And that's it. That's where it began, really. Wow. Did, did you find it hard to break into the scene in the sense of meeting people? Because I know you just said you didn't know anyone. You knew of people. But how was that? Because we know sometimes it can be kind of hard to be the new person on the block, especially when it comes to streaming or something like Warzone. Um, did happen? It's kind of, you just kind of got, got to get your name out there. Like these tournaments that get hosted, game battles were pretty popping off at the time. Because mm -hmm. obviously this was before a BR, by the way. So like, I didn't even know the, the like the cut, like the, what's the, like the, the BR thing. Like no way, like you all load in this last alive and stuff like that. I didn't even know about all of that until Fortnite, to be honest. So yeah, I wasn't really yeah. much of a gamer before then. So then when I seen like that, that whole like, format thing of a bi is so sick in it like you all load in to get the last one alive like it's pretty cool you know what i mean so like i i played a bit of fortnite wait there was the for fortnite was just before blackout i think it might have been yep yeah, did really you remember. play a lot of blackout played a lot of blackout yeah that's what i'm saying so like that's where like that's where people start to get me name out there a bit that's when i started playing like checkmate game and cmg mm -hmm. um i remember I, my moment my mom was a bit sick and I had to like look after them and stuff like that. So I started playing all day, every day. Um, that was in 2019, I think it was. And then I wanted, I really wanted to start streaming because it's all it was all I'd done. It was just game and just watch streams. Um, me, my guy Tomo, he helped me get set up on a, on a on a PC and stuff like that. Uh, to stream, on a, I was playing on the PlayStation, and I was I was, I was playing wages all day, every day because that was the only income I had. I'd, I'd never been on like any any benefits or anything like that. You don't get paid for looking after your family members as well for care. I don't yeah. know if that's changed, but you didn't then. Um, obviously, you do for free anyway. But like, if you're giving up work, you, you should you expect to be paid from the thing. But you never. Um, so I had to like bring money in somewhere. So I was playing CMGs and um, like one dollar, two dollar CMGs. I was playing making sure I was playing like the 
guaranteed tournaments every night. It's like a fifty dollar guaranteed. If you win that, you get twenty five dollars each. <laughs> that was the that was the highlight of my my day or my, my night. Wow. If if I won that, you know what I mean. That was big for me. Yeah. Because that that put like I I kind of make sure I profit every day. Mm-hmm. I was never silly with the money. Like I'm a bit silly now, but I was never. De- <laughs> I was never. I was never then. I was always like, I just always keep it like ones and twos and a bit of threes. And even if I went up like fifteen dollars, like from wages, I was happy. And and I, and I was streaming, so I was happy with that. And yeah. that's that really, that really got my name out there though. But because I was winning a lot of wages, mm-hmm. and by the end of the year, things like I was, I was one of the top players. I say I'm blackout. I don't, know, don't know if the guys agree, like, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you... I, was, I was pretty good at it. I won, I won like two elites. It would have been okay. three. It would have been like two in a row with Otter Eyes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and but we lost in the final. But I was on three hundred ping. Oh, three <laughs> hundred. Yeah, yeah. Enough. Uh, that would have been a back to back elite. Yeah. Well... <laughs> We'll get onto the EU pig stuff. We're going to talk about a lot about that, but incredible story so far. I mean, like, you know, these are things that like I didn't know. And I know a lot of probably people in the mm-hmm. EU kind of uh, the EU world kind of know your story better than I do. But um, that sense of urgency of kind of a, hey, I have to win is is certainly something that can can help people get really, really, really good at the game. It's like, <laughs> hey, I mean, I've got to, you know, this is my income yeah. and, and I'm, I'm kind yeah. of taking care of my family. And that's that's a huge, huge point. Um, talk to me a little bit about we'll get into the Warzone days, but from the blackout scene, um, as you started grinding blackout and, and seeing your success through wagers, et cetera, um, who are the other top players in blackout? I mean, I know probably, you know, Otters in that category and, and a lot of kind of those OGs as well. But who are some of the other names you were always competing against? Um, Finesse, and he was pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was pretty, pretty good. Um, Scummin, Scummin wasn't that good, though. Um, <laughs> well, Scummin was like 14 or something, right? <laughs> I, I, just, I just remember playing him all the time, and I just, I, 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 can, I can never get over how good he is now. Yeah. So then it was just funny. Um, who else? Uh, my Apple, of course, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy was always good. Um, Anxian, don't know if you know about that yep. guy, European, European kid. Yep. Um, exams are pretty good too. Um, God, I'm trying to think. Brett Jump, Brian Albino, don't know if you know him. <laughs> these, these are like OG Black Hole players. Yeah, I love it. But, but like, but like they're, they're pretty much in the scene. I think Brett Jump might even be an admin on CMG, you know, all stuff like that. Devera, him. Yeah, yeah. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? I can be I can't remember because it was never as big as. What this is, but this is sure, Warzone. Right. It was nowhere near as big, but like it was, it was big enough to have like a little scene and to make a bit of money from, you know. Yeah, and it was like right. the the foundations of the Warzone scene. Like mm-hmm. not everybody in Blackout came into Warzone and had some massive success, but a, a lot of people did, at least from the competitive scene, because they had a lot of time a to build pad. up. Yeah, definitely a launching pad, and and the people that got in early, yeah. like yourself, uh, a huge win. So you know, Katie, you can kind of take us to the next question. Yeah. But um, you know, looking forward from Blackout to Warzone is is kind of where I want to go next. Of like, hey, what did that look like, right? Um, so Katie, take yeah. it away. Yeah, so uh, you get into Warzone, and, and really quick, um, and this might be a question that you have a well-known answer for. This is something that I'm not familiar with. Um, but how far back does Jukies as a gamer tag go? Is that always what you were? Was there an evolution of this? Did this happen in Blackout? Did it happen in the Jump to Warzone? Like when, or were there iterations? Like how, how did you get to Jukies? 
Um, well, you know, when, when you're like you're a bit younger and stuff like that, game tags look cool. You got to make sure it looks cool. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and clean and clean. You don't want any. You don't want any like, you know, like say say you keep like two e's in it. You don't want none of that or like a dash or an underscore. Like you just don't want or, like, that. You know what I mean? Hippo. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> for, me, for me right now. That's pretty gangster to be fair. Like Bobby Hippo is a sick name now, but back then, back then when like when you care about the game tag and stuff like that, I was like. I was just always looking to find a clean name. And on Xbox, mm-hmm. on Xbox, I can't what was my name before. I didn't want to say my name before before Jukies. But um, <laughs> I, was just, I was just typing it in, you know, like on Xbox where you can type like the name in and it gives it's like a tick if it's allowed or yeah, yeah. no one's taking it. Mm-hmm. I, used to, I used to just sit there all day, just typing names in. Wow. Just, like, you were really hold- thinking about this. Oh, yeah. I, like, yeah, I just, one day I knew I was going to be big and I said, no, it wasn't even like that. <laughs> I actually never actually had any intentions of what I've got now, by the way. But um, but yeah, now nah, I was just typing it in, just typing it in, and uh, the Juki's worked, and I was like, "That looks good." Pretty easy to pronounce, easy to was, easy to spell, that, easy well, to work I was, with. I would say I would say easy to pronounce because I got to call Juki all last year. Really? Yeah, people because it's the way people pronounce the Z in it. So like, yeah. I say Juki's, but people pronounce the Z as like Z. So you see Juke and Z, but. I have to correct them all the time, but I mean, it doesn't really happen too much anymore. Everyone knows. Well, I mean, I think a big part of that, right, is what you just said. A lot of people aren't getting it wrong now because while you may have never expected to get where you are, you are here from all of your hard work. You are in total Warzone earnings. We're talking Caldera, Verdansk, Rebirth, everything. You're eighth. You're within the top 10. You have 264, roughly $1,000 earned just in prize winnings. You're one of the most well-known names. So you you talk about how you did that transition. You're dabbling in Blackout. You get into Warzone and... how did you like Warzone initially, and when did you feel that the momentum in your stream was really starting to build? The day one, from the from the day Warzone came out, you know, from the day Warzone came out, it's just and it just was just on an uphill thing. It just just wouldn't stop. <clears throat> Literally from the day one, from the day one, I was excited for the for the release and to start wages that because obviously that was like my main income in my head because I think I had like 20 subscribers or something 24 subscribers wow. on Twitch so like my main income in my head was make some money from wages it's going to be popping off me and Delio I was thinking like me and Delio are going to make sure we're on 2v2s all day 1v1s if he's not about we're going to make some we're going to make some money yeah and yeah and um yeah so that that was it really and I started getting hit up by like I was out I was dropping kills at the start of the game, like bombs constantly. And um, I was probably I was kind of I was posting them on Twitter. I'd say I think I was posting on Twitter like how good I was playing and stuff like that. And I was followed by a few um, content creators like from Facebook and YouTube and a bit of Twitch and um, like decent sized ones. I don't even know Simzy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Simzy. Yep. He he's, he like he was seeing them and he was hitting me up every morning and stuff. So I used to make sure I was up at like 8 a.m. to get online with him. So I used to vibe with him as well. Like he used to hit me, hit me up on blackout. And obviously for me to, for me being so little and him being quite big at the time, it was like it was a good opportunity for me to like get my name out there really as well. And not only did I get on with him very well, and he was really wanting to support me as well. And he, he just used to say to me all the time, like, like you're gonna be a good you're gonna you're gonna grow massively. And I was like, so he used to just always gas me up. So I used to just always play with him. <laughs> yeah. That was good. 
And then I think was was the Ray was the was that the year the franchise was announced? For was CDL? that the year that the CDL? Yeah, was it twenty twenty? Um, that was no, MW. It was two thousand nineteen. Yeah, wasn't it? yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was already out by then. I I remember I used to say to me like you're gonna be on the Ravens one day. <laughs> that was a dream for me at the time as well because obviously it's the Ravens. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's UK based. That's your team. It's, yeah. It's where the it's where the twins were. I remember saying, um, I remember me nan, my nan asking me, um, so cause I remember telling me nan, I'm not, I'm not going to work. Like I, she used to really want me to go to find a job. So I did my granddad and I used to say, listen, I ain't going to do that. Honestly, I'd rather sit upstairs, stream and try to make money playing, playing wages. And she used to say to me like, um, how far can you go though? Like what's the, what's like the, what's the, what's, what did she used to say? Like. If you, where's like the thing, like the, the where you'd stop the ceiling, you know the ceiling? yeah, the yeah, ceiling. yeah, you know what I mean. And I used to be like playing for the Ravens. This is this isn't like this was uh, January 2020, two months before my uh, Warzone came out, yeah. And as I, I, I used the twins as an example because they'd just been picked up by them. I was like playing for them, like that's I remember saying like it's a bit far fetched and I was a bit unrealistic, but like that that's the top, you know what I mean, and and then like. I don't know, six months later, seven months later, I was signed by the Ravens, or eight, <laughs> man, signed by the Ravens. Insane. There's such a cool story. So so let's talk about that signing in particular. You start popping up in Warzone day one. It, really, there's there was only a few names at the very beginning of Warzone that everyone started flocking to. And, and obviously, you had a little bit of this kind of like EU clout too, of like, <laughs> hey, I'm an EU-based player. I'm one of the best in the game, and I'm grinding like a lunatic, right? And so, <laughs> like, I mean, seriously, because that that's what you need to do. I, was, I was grinding like a lunatic. Yeah, I was. Yeah. So, so you get picked up by the Ravens. What was what was that like? I mean, obviously it was incredible, but what was that process like? Were they like, "Hey, you're going to be a big content creator. We want to grab you early," or "Hey, you're popping off. We want to grab you as part of our team." Like, what was that like? I had a bit of both, you know, a bit of both because like this whole Warzone Pro thing. I don't even think it's a thing yet. You know what I mean? Right. Like to me, a pro is like the CDLs, like the CDL players being in the league and stuff like that. They they pros. To me, like this was, and even back then as well, like we kind of didn't know what was going to be the future of Warzone. Even still to this day, like yeah. I still hope that there's going to be like some sort of league, stuff like that. I know people still call us pros. <clears throat> I, you, you might even catch me calling me a pro, myself a pro one day, stuff like that. But I don't think we're pros yet, though. I think like get us in a league and stuff like that. And then that's when you can call us pros. But it, yes, there's Pac. Yes, Pac. <laughs> Judy says hi. <laughs> he says hi. <laughs> Perfect timing. Um, yeah, yeah. So there, yeah. The, there was this idea of like, hey, these are the top players right now, and and we want to be a part of that. You know, even probably CDL teams were saying, hey, what does that even look like to to have like a team and, and as a content creator? So yeah. you were signed as a content creator, but you were competing, and that was your game, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, it was like. I was told back then as well, like there, there, was, there could be things in the works, you know, with wars and stuff like that. So like, mm -hmm. if it does happen, obviously I will, I will be in in this league tournaments or whatever. You know what I mean? So right. So yeah, picked up as a content creator, kind of hoping it was going to go into something, which we're still waiting for, kind of. Even though we've well, had a lot of tournaments. I mean, <laughs> you've also you join Ravens, but you're also with Red Bull and LG and red bull you're drinking it right now you have you had the hat on with the the tweet about your your kid like that had to have been 
crazy, right? To have Red Bull approach you? How'd that happen? I can just sit here and just laugh at my life. I like how crazy it is, to be honest, because like I don't know, I don't even know what to say about it. Hey, yeah, Red Bull, right. They're even crazier than the Royal Ravens, to be honest. <laughs> I don't even know. I can't even put it into words. I don't know. I actually don't know how it happened. I just woke up one day and the next thing you know, I just got. I just. I just had everything. Um, Red Bull is like the best, the best ever. To be honest, they're like my team with Red Bull. They're like really good to me. They really look after me as well. And then like also like the other athletes and the other and the other gamers that we've had, we've just had one and we got a new one. Everyone's just amazing to be honest. Amazing though, like a big. I, I I'm not really good with like. What's that way? Like, if you don't know people, but there's like a group of them. Say you say there's a group of people, like walking over to them and just being like, "Hi guys." Networking, you know, like, like yeah, losing. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm not the greatest with that. Yeah. I'm not. But they like, but everyone at Red Bull really is. You know what I mean? So like, they always make you feel welcome and stuff like that. So like, you, so great. you never, so you never feel awkward or whatever. They just, they like, they just like, a, they're like a family. You know what I mean? They're like a really close family, and they just look at, and they make you feel good and stuff like that. And they really care about how you feel and it really help you a lot i love Red Bull. that's amazing um well uh, so oh, sorry, i didn't even ask a question i didn't ask how crazy <laughs> it was sorry oh yeah sorry um yeah how, it, that was that was mind-blowing how that happened to be honest because um some you know do you follow football yeah 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 anyone yeah yeah, so yeah. trent trent who played for liverpool yep mm-hmm. nice Liverpool, and he's from where i'm from um he's with rebel also so like to even think like I'm even part of like the same thing as him, mm-hmm. it's just the most mind blowing thing ever. And like, I I think he had like an effect of like of them maybe signing me or something. I don't know, but that was that's crazy. That's crazy that I'm with them. To be honest, yeah. The the kind of integration of non gaming or non gaming specific brands is is always mm-hmm. a super fun thing to see creators kind of get involved in. Whether it whether it would be something like a Nike or a Red Bull or or what have you, like. Uh, clothing brands etc like you know gaming is growing growing in that way pretty dramatically so um super cool to see um you've grown you've had a lot of success you've won a lot of money in warzone there's no question about it um and and you're representing the royal ravens Uh, we're going to talk about world series of warzone next before we get there um talk to me a little bit about uh the warzone tournament scene in particular we talked about your favorite format but like when we start thinking about your success over the last you know hundreds of tournaments that you've played i mean what have been kind of some of the best parts about warzone and some of the worst parts about warzone like whether it's the people the formats the way things are structured give me a little bit of inside scoop on your your brains there um people are fine people are cool i like people i probably come across that i don't really like many people but <laughs> actually when i when i like someone I'll, i love them you know what I mean? yeah yeah, I mean, yeah so like so so the people are fine the people are fine um the way things are now though is a bit dead in it is a bit dead yeah. like there's just there's no major tournaments like that's the most that was my drive last year and the year before was yeah. just like knowing that these tournaments would just come like every not even every day like every couple of days or even one a week or even even like what even like two a month you know like that was <laughs> that was a right. that was a big that was a big drive especially for me and probably for the other guys too like a lot of people, yeah. And um, <laughs> I don't know, like how. So I know, I know Tommy's the same here as well, by the way. So I, I can't pick myself up. To I can't like. How like the way I used to like try the way I used to um 
I don't know. I don't know if that space is gonna go off by the way because someone's calling me. Yeah, you, should, I, you should be good. Yeah. The way. Oh, the way um, I used to like build myself up for a major tournament and I like, get myself ready for for it. I don't know how how to do that for a Twitter tournament. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's, that's all that is is just Twitter tournaments, stuff like that. And it's kind of like at the start of the match, I was winning most Twitter tournaments at the start of Caldera, to be honest. Uh, two twos, uh, custom games, and then I was just like a bit bored, a bit bored. And then now I just now I just kind of play them just for the stream to watch, and I don't really care if I win or lose. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so that kind of puts it in a bad in a bad way for me, to be honest. Because yeah. I mean, we've yeah. talked about that, Goge, this exact thing with when we've had discussions on um, when too many, there are too many Twitter tournaments, when there's oversaturation, when you have prize pools that I, I think maybe kind of what Jukies is articulating right now is that it's hard to have the energy and the motivation and the drive for a $1,000 tournament as opposed to a one hundred thousand sure. dollar tournament that you know maybe is multi day or something like that, I can understand the effort level there is just not going to be the same. And I, I'm sure you you replicated it at first, right? But now, do you do you feel like you're in kind of just cruise control now until Warzone Two, or are you finding anything else to mix things up? I was holding it down really. I was playing a bit. Of, I played a bit of Vanguard Eight. That's, yeah. that's a bit fun. That's a bit fun, but. Even then, you you don't get the same GKs as like a hundred k tournament. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's it goes. It's even shown this year. Like, I've I've played a lot of Twitch tournaments. I don't I don't know how many I've won. I don't know how many I've lost. But I've lost to some people I've never heard of in my life. In my life, and, <laughs> you know, and people I've ne I've never heard of have won the tournaments and stuff like that. Like, good on them and stuff. Like, but it's just just not the same me that you'd get in these major tournaments. Yeah. And it's I've shown I've shown it. Like, if you look at the majors I played this year. I've, I don't know. I'm like, what? How much have I got in this on this game? Like 50k, 60k, something. Yeah, at least uh, you're you're I, up there that, near the top. That's with me without. That's with with me like not even enjoying the game and and hardly any major tournaments. On. Yeah, I've got you at oh. roughly 55k, top five overall earned. Mm -hmm. Um, behind behind Fief and behind Noobs, Tommy and Almond, of course. Um. Mm -hmm. But uh, well, and let's let's kind of jump into this. I mean, this is kind of to ramp back up the energy a little bit. Uh, I mean, we got a three hundred thousand dollar tournament uh, coming in like a couple of weeks, right? right? So you you've been grinding. You you, you know, yeah, you got a child. You you've been grinding Twitter tournaments. You've been saying, hey, we're playing the Twitter tournaments for content, right? Like my version <laughs> of creating content is competing. We're gonna compete even if it's a lower level uh, for the people at home to watch. But World Series Warzone is coming in yeah. totally different. Right. You got three hundred thousand dollars. It's customs. It's tree. It's like this is Juki's at his, at his highest level playing in a really big tournament. Um, and you just had the announcement an hour ago on time of recording this. Uh, it's you and it's Lennon, of course. And then the third, a surprise to some, but not everybody who knows who this is, but Oki uh, comes uh -huh. in as, as your third. Talk, talk to me about that trio, uh, Juki's, and kind of what went into that decision. Um, well, obviously, Lennon's the boy. Yeah. We all know how good Lennon is. And he's my guy. Gotta be with him. Uh, and obviously, I think everyone knows who the third would have been, but like he's on something else though. So he's yeah. doing something else. Um, so we we are left with another top player, Oki. Mm -hmm. Sure. Have you played with Oki before? I played a few with Oki. Like he, he he's good. Like he's really really good. He won a lot of top, a lot of Twitter tournaments. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And I know, I know these, I know these Twitter gamers, and they love Twitter tournaments. So they, they get, they get pretty gassed up with them. So like, he, he's kind of on the hype as well. So I hope we, we can just take it into like the big games with the big money, and he can be the same player. So yeah, that's like that, that's so big. Like, if you can be the same player, if you can be, hmm, I'm not gonna explain this. See the way, like how good he is in these Twitter tournaments. If you can like keep that composure and take it to the major tournaments. That's what, that's what separates the best from like Twitter gamer tonies. So no nerves, right? You got that ice. Like even if you <laughs> yeah, know yeah, it's you, you know hundreds of thousands on the line, you're not going to be worried about it. Well, it's, it's exactly. A, exactly. It's a fun stat to talk about too, because if you start looking at kind of like the numbers, and this is based on obviously arbitrary numbers mm-hmm. that like I've collected and, and my team's collected. But Jukies, you're sitting on 37 tournaments played or 37 tournaments podiumed in 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 Caldera with fifty five thousand dollars earned. And if you look at Oki, who's been on that Twitter tournament grind, he's got 35 tournaments podiums, so only two less than you, but has earned $13,000. So, like, that's the comparison, right? It's like, hey, hey, we... How, how, how am I meant to take them serious, bro? Yeah. How am I meant to take yeah. them serious? I don't get it. Exactly. No, that's, it. that's what I'm saying. Like, you've got... And, and you can even think about it this way. Like, you've got Oki, who is, like, the Jukies from two years ago, right? Grinding right. everything like it's, it's super important because maybe it is for him. I know he's exactly. super young, exactly. too. Like, he just turned 18, like, what, like... Uh, like a less than yeah. ha- less than a year ago um so you can compete at the high level but if you like scroll through these i mean he's got a ton of those twitter tournament wins mm-hmm. i'm talking cmg after cmg after collateral after elemental after miss know-it-all winnerellas like he's winning them all over the place and mm-hmm. uh, but you're bringing him up to the big dog stage you're like all right buddy like time to compete time to lock it down yeah. and, and the question is will he be able to i i think so i'm not i hope so i hope so <laughs> So, like this is a must win for me like it i must win but i, feel, I wish i what i do wish though do i wish it's like like the rising stars remember the rising stars oh, yeah. and stuff like that yeah. um and like the little 5ks 10ks i wish i wish there was like a few of them so we could like actually practice right. with a bit with a good bit of money on the line you know what i'm saying yeah so like i yeah. actually get give you at least of, a like, taste of what yeah, a more yeah. substantial tournament is like and what i'm what i'm going to be working with you know what i mean so kind of a bit but if he just going straight into the world series with it, but we are we are practicing a bit. So Good. wait, so so you guys are getting that practice in. Um, I I want to talk a bit about the EU versus NA in the sense, not in head to head, but in the sense that a lot of the players you frequently play against are going to be in the NA portion of World Series of Warzone. You guys are going to be in the EU portion. Have you been taking a look at kind of the distribution of talent uh, for EU, who you're going to be going up against? Is there anyone, any trio you're looking at that you say like that? Oh. That trio is really going to be the trio to beat. She's, she's back. Am I, Am I alive? Am I alive? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh we lost you for a second. No, we lost you for a second. Sorry, what trio did you show here? Yeah, so looking at EU and the teams that are in EU, is there any team that you're looking at saying that is the team that we know or that I know is really going to be the competition since so many of the people you're used to playing with are going to be in NA? <laughs> nah, not really. 
Well, I mean, nah. two, I mean, we saw the EU qualifiers. We could talk a little bit about that. I mean, I don't know if you got yeah. a chance to see it, but because I know it was kind of in the middle of all the craziness going on in life. But like, I mean, there were some <laughs> like no, top top tier players that didn't make mm -hmm. it through quals just because of either yeah. either unfortunate circumstances, bad RNG when the games were working. Um, so like, I mean, it, it it might be a little sparse in terms of the people that you do know. But does that right. influence the way you play? Like, are you going to come out of the gates kind of playing a little bit more passively, or is it going to be like hey we're gonna sling from game one um it's caldera by the way so we have to play passive you cannot yeah. like go crazy because anything can happen on that map so even if like i was loading into the lobby with no point fives and customs 300k i'd still play a bit slow yeah um but a team and i was this one team but they didn't qualify though unfortunately i mean fortunately but unfortunately you know like yeah yeah, you know yeah. I mean? like um morpheus and rocket i don't know if you know about them you know, I, they're, I they're do. They're I actually do know yeah. about them. Yeah, I I might not know as much about the EU scene as I do NA, but I still know a lot of names. At least I've heard of them. So, if I die in a in a customs, they kill me. <laughs> like that, that, that just how it is. Or I get wigged. They snipe me or something. They actually picked up scraps though as well for the oh, qualifier. Nice. Yeah, but he didn't qualify. I don't think he qualified. I don't think he did. I'd have to go back and look at the final results. I cannot remember, but um. Yeah, actually, and also, obviously, uh, Delio, Robstar, and Lou as well. That was a that was a pretty good team. Like they can come out and just drop like a high kill game, or and probably win. So, other than that, though, out of them two teams who didn't even qualify, but they they should be able to rerun their thing. By the way, their EU the eu qualifiers you know yeah we can i mean we can, we can spend some time on it if you would like obviously like I'm, I'm a part of the broadcast team and i can only talk about so much what i know from the back end side um but yeah. but you know obviously it was this kind of like weird circumstance where the the custom lobbies were what we we're having to use and we couldn't we couldn't go you know through those without a lot of hiccups just because of the way customs is right now um yeah. so just, we saw a lot of resets and, and people like robstar's team you know they put up great numbers in the lobbies that mm -hmm. unfortunately got reset and then the ones that didn't get reset it was unfortunately yes. like bad rng um so you know it's a tough it's a tough decision uh but yeah, yeah. I, were you watching during the main broadcast uh no because that's when the madness was going yeah. on <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, I I watched it back though and I like, got an idea of it and people messaged me and stuff like that. And I messaged them to see like what happened and stuff like that. And um, even though like even though these top players aren't gonna be in it and that's it should be even easier for us, I still feel like it was unfair and like they should get another chance because they deserve to be in it. Right. Or deserve another chance. But yeah. Yeah, it, it certainly is a tough position to be in. E even from, like, I know everybody behind the scenes too was, like, super frustrated as well of, like, man, we wish we could provide the optimal experience for the players. So, not sure. I yeah, have no yeah, idea if there's yeah. any updates on that. Exactly. I they've, actually, they've actually took custom games out. Oh, are yeah. they? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, and and uh, yeah. Well, I'm gonna talk a little bit more about that after kind of our section of like what I do know and what I can share of like what actually happened. I think most people understand like, hey, they do whitelist lobbies first, and then if that doesn't work, we have to yeah, go to yeah. customs, and and that was kind of the the thread. But um, yeah, okay, okay. Last kind of question in this category. Then we, we talked about EU and NA, and we talked about the differences there. Um, you know, we could probably spend a long time talking about kind of EU support uh, comparatively to NA, uh, but I think there's a, a looming question out there, especially with uh, that other person that we didn't name that may be playing actually i think it was already announced that may be playing on the na side rather than the eu side i mean would you ever consider following that same thread that maybe fifa is considering right now of like hey starting to play more na stuff and either moving or flying over for some of those events like is that something that has ever been on your radar um i probably i probably would have done it 
like a year ago or something, or maybe even even in 2020, when it, when everything was hyped up to yeah. the max. But I've got a, I've got a sick moment. It's all like kind of it's yeah. fine. I find the highs a distance from her. Even now, like just not even living with her, just hard. So I could definitely not see myself moving away because it's me moment. So I want to be there. But want to be there for her as much as I can if she needs me. So yeah. So that's that's like that's out of the the question for me for now. Yeah. To be honest, even though I mean, I'd love to, I'd love to. And that makes sense, right? I, I think, and I think it's it's really admirable. You know, you've talked about this grind, this come up you had from you know, $15 CMG win while you're supporting your mom is, is a good day. And now you're here and you're Red Bull and you're LG and you're Royal Ravens and you're one of the highest earned of all time and your priorities have not shifted, right? Your priorities are your mom and, and Emily and Elijah and, and this life yeah. that you're building. And I, I think that's really admirable, right? Uh, that you continue to be this successful while also being able to juggle a lot going on in your personal life. But I, I want to take a step forward because you mentioned something about Warzone 2 earlier on in the podcast. And that's where I want to go next um, is your must haves when it comes to Warzone 2. It's just around the corner. It's not very far away. Um, you, you said something like a league might be of interest to you. We've had varying opinions on the podcast throughout our guests of yes, we want ranked versus no, we don't want ranked and why. So <laughs> when you look forward to Warzone 2, what is most important to you? And is there anything that you really don't want to see as well? Um, I, no, there's nothing. I, I just don't want fields, trees and stuff. Make, make sure that's not in, in W2. Um, a league, that'd be the best thing ever, to be honest. That would be the greatest thing ever. Um, ranked, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's my brain, but I don't really know how would, how, how would ranked even work? Like what would even, what would, how would the, you'd have like a ranked be? playlist, which is skill-based matchmaking and whatever goes with that. And then you'd like, have a, a, presumably a regular one with no skill-based matchmaking. So would it be like a league? Would it be like a league? You know, you know, like leaderboard, you know, like, yeah. like yeah. a leaderboard, stuff Leader, like yeah. that. Would it be all stuff like that? I mean, I'd be pretty sick to be fair. I'd, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'd hope for that. I, that that's that sounds good. I wish like if you could have that and like a like like a normal playlist where you can just kill bots. That that's that'd be good. That'd be sick. Is that possible? Yeah, that's possible, isn't it? I yeah. I mean theoretically. I don't know if they're planning for it, but it is possible. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't have any insider you know info or that anything like that. I, that should have been done ages ago. Wow, I can't even hop on and play pubs anymore. Well, I mean, that's that's the big question mark, right? Like, like game, like other titles, like Apex, Fortnite, etc. Like, you know, they've all got their own situations, and they all do things differently. But like, a lot of people try to compare Apex and Warzone, and Apex has a very vibrant ranked mode that people grind. Now, there's issues with it, but people grind it like crazy, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and it gives you yeah. something to play for when it's not, you know, you're not playing for, you know, ten, twenty, thirty, a hundred, three hundred thousand yeah. dollars. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, not for sure. Because I used to, I used to um, play World War Two ranked. You know, do you ever remember that? That like how how that way back, used to yeah. go down. Yeah, that was the top, that was the most amazing thing ever. That's when I knew I could shoot back. By the way, that's when I learned like, oh my god, I can shoot, I can kill. I remember playing against like all the top players. I remember being like one of the highest. You know, I can't remember what it was called at the time, but like always playing against Swanny, uh, B Sport yeah. Josh. <laughs> Swanny B Sport Josh. Um, Scraps have been there sometimes. I remember the uh, my first engagement with Scraps, yeah. I love them now. Like, me and them are good mates, but now, by the way. Like, 
my first thing with him yet. <laughs> I I followed him, idolize him, still do idolize him. And then um, this one time he got in my game and we were on the same team. But like, I, I think I went downstairs while my game was searching and I came up and I'd been kicked from the lobby. So I was like, I was like, ah. I was like, no way. I didn't know. I didn't know I was in the lobby with him at this point. So I'd, I'd just been, I just went downstairs, got up in the lobby, got kicked, came up, went on Twitter, had a DM from him. It's like, don't search if you're not there. He's fuming. He was fuming at me. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, sorry. Like, blah, 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 blah. And then the next day, this actually happened. Like, the next day, the next day, I got him on my team. Uh, again, I got him on my team again. Sorry. Loaded it. He got kicked. He got kicked. <laughs> So I, I I I went straight to my DMs and was like, "Yo, well, what do you know? What happened? You know, like I was waiting and you weren't there. You literally Karma. just said to me yesterday. You told me yesterday, like, if if you're not there, don't search. So that was my first engagement with Scraps. That's so we funny. Were, we weren't mates after that. That's not how we began to be mates, but that was like the first ever thing. That was funny. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take that as a yes to rank. More fun storylines, yeah. more more reasons to grind for, um, you know, even yeah, if there's yeah. not a tournament. Yeah. And, sure. and I know we're kind of all in that in that waiting period. Um, well, all right. Well, we've kind of hit most of our, our topics here, Katie, and we've, we've kind of heard the story of Jukies. Mm -hmm. uh, there is one fairly important topic that we will finish with today. Um, and then we'll have one question to kind of lead you out uh, is th this there's been this debate on the timeline jukies about cdl players versus warzone players in in multiplayer as well as warzone i mean do you have a take on the debate on, on whether or not you think warzone players could shoot back or no no, no i don't i don't i don't have a take on it buddy. Okay. incredible so much about that i'm like come on just doesn't even matter. Why does it matter? <laughs> no, it doesn't. If it, if, it, if, it matter, if it matters, yeah, Warzone pros go in the league. Warzone, uh, CDL pros come and kill people over the end. Like, if, you, if it, that matters that much, just do it. But to me, nah, it doesn't bother me. I, I love that. Well, all right, final question for us, and then we'll let you go. I know you're looking to go get some more sleep as well. Um, we, I think we... I am anyway. I think, I don't know. There might be a tournament of 40 minutes. Oh, you might be grinding yeah. a tourney after this? You okay. You're like, nah, we're going I, to sleep after this, man, but there I, might I, be a tourney. Emily wants me to. Emily wants me to. I'm meant to be up for something at like 10 a.m., so I don't know. Well, we'll see. Regardless, I I love I loved the story that you're able to provide. So thank mm -hmm. you for providing that story for us. You know, it gives a lot of context to kind of who you are, where you came from, and how you got here. Um, in terms of advice for other EU players, um, you know, people in the come up right now, Oki maybe is a good example of that. I mean, you've done a lot to to put people on. Like uh, Mama Hosoka was in here giving you a lot of creds. I mean, not that Hosoka necessarily needed you, but you gave him a lot of cred, and and he's a great player. And but for EU you players that are trying to come up right now um do you have any he, advice he, he needed me. what you say <laughs> you needed, he needed you <laughs> yeah we needed some legitimizing when there was some yeah. some uh uh people looking his way and maybe not a good favor oh, yeah. but regardless uh eu players that are trying to come up right now like anybody that's new trying to make their name in the scene i mean oki was trying to do it through twitter tournaments and now he's got a spot with you in world series of warzone i mean what what's kind of your advice to to any eu up-and-comers um any advice? God, I used to say the same thing all last year <clears throat> about just just keep grinding. Really, that that's it. Another thing is what well, don't really tweet. Like don't don't tweet out about how much you're grinding. Like it doesn't really make an effect, you know. <laughs> people are grinding with, without saying a word, and then no and one they get, cares. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just 
just keep your head down just keep grinding people will see it people will see it like people will see your grind and see you improving and see you winning just don't add on to like your tweets oh i'm grinding so much i deserve this i deserve that because there's a lot of people that do deserve it you so just gotta wait for it. you basically yeah, you just gotta wait for that opportunity and once once it comes just take it with both hands and then that then hopefully it goes from there it, it grows from there I, like that. I mean, it, it makes sense, right? Keep your head down, be humble, focus on the goal. Don't focus on whining about something that you have or have not got yet. I like that. I think that's, that's very wise because a lot of the times it's pretty easy to use things like Twitter as kind of your emotional sounding board when you don't always need to, but, um, all right. We we've lied twice now about a last question. I pinky promise. This is absolutely the very, very, very last one before we <laughs> let you go to either play attorney or go to bed, whichever way that coin lands. <laughs> what is next for you? What's next for Juki's any content plans? What can we look forward to seeing from you in the months to come goodness gracious um well i'm gonna win the world series in about i don't know how many days that is like nine days i think sure, it is sure. or 10 11 days i'm gonna win that anyway um i'm actually trying to get on a schedule like a really good schedule i've got like games coming where like i've, I've just got a sponsor so i'm gonna be trying to like play with viewers a lot more and stuff like that engage with my viewers a lot more so i'm trying to really get in this good schedule I don't know if you know about benny central Oh yeah, I'm trying to get on the same schedule as Benny Central. Just have like this early morning stream, um, going into the afternoon, and then hop off, look after the baby. And if there's a big tournament, or kind of, I'm trying to cut out the Twitter tournaments. Yeah, that's that's what's come. That's what's next for me. Cut out the Twitter tournaments. Focus on my baby. Focus on my content. Focus on my community, and hold it down until <clears throat> MW2. Really, that's it. Incredible. I, I love it. Great party advice. You're muted. Oh, you're yeah. muted. You're muted, Gage. I, I was typing and I guess I had a, a keybind. Incredible. All I was saying was <laughs> amazing. Everything that you're saying. Yeah. Uh, really appreciate you hopping onto this podcast kind of last minute. Uh, man, you, your story is amazing. Uh, congratulations on Elijah. And we wish the best for Emily and Elijah and, and all of their health for everything going forward, man. And, and good luck in World Series of Warzone as well. Um, you are an incredibly humble and uh, obviously incredible Warzone player as well. So so thank you again. Uh, we really appreciate thank you for it. Having me. Yeah, thank man. you. Yeah, thank you, thank, thank you, you so thank much. you. Yeah, we'll thank see you. we'll see you in the next one, bro. Bye-bye. See you later. All right, see ya. All right. Katie, talk about an amazing guest. I mean, my gosh, Juki's story. I love that story. It's so, so good. Right. It's so good. And I, uh, you know, that is, he is one of the only Warzone players um, that I know well that I didn't know his entire story. Like, I know I knew mm -hmm. most everyone's story, and I was excited to have the monster that could tell their story, right. but his was just different and there was yeah. so much humility there and, and so much kind of like background info on why he is who he is today that um one of my favorites thus far there's no question yeah no i i couldn't agree more and it's exactly what you said right is i didn't know juki's story either and um it's it's actually a story in you know various parts of the world different people different names but a similar theme and i i don't think it's just cod specific by any means but um a lot of cod players i mean even you know john um you guys might be more familiar with him as as tupac he's the snd coach for phase but he had a very very similar come up you know he he's not coming from a ton of money necessarily um maybe family members are are ill it's not to him i mean nameless study there's so many people you can mention that that 
put their all into Call of Duty and whether it's uh, S&D or the BR or competing professionally that really put all of their effort and their heart into this game. And this game gave back to them, you know, yeah. tenfold to give them careers, to allow them to support their families, their friends, their loved ones, their children, their spouses, um, significant others. And it, it, I could hear that same story from a million different people. And I want to sit down and hear it every yeah. single time because yeah. that kind of success story, it makes you feel good. You know, yeah. it makes you feel good to see Juki say, I was, I was here and I'm trying to support, you know, my mom and now I'm here and yeah. I can, yeah. I can do that. And even more, it's a good feeling. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. So thank you to Jukies and the Jukeboxes. I saw a lot of the Jukeboxes in here supporting the stream and supporting the podcast. As a reminder, we will have this VOD on the Bot Lobby mm -hmm. podcast on YouTube as well. And uh, one of the reasons we're able to even do this podcast, Katie, is this very next section. We've got the Coliseum Stat Chat. We're going to go through some really cool stats today as we usually do. Mm -hmm. Now, as I pull these up on screen, Katie, um, you know, we've got most kills per game. We've got some of those things, but mm -hmm. a little bit of a fun kind of nuance thing for the Coliseum Stat Chat. If you don't know who Coliseum is, by the way. Uh, they run Warzone fantasy contests where you can win free money when your favorite Warzone players win. So go check out Coliseum exclamation point sponsor or exclamation point Coliseum in the chat. We'll pull it up so you can check that out or in the description mm -hmm. below if you're on YouTube or uh, audio podcast. But uh, they did something new because season four of Warzone just ended. And so they have some really cool statistics on like total of season four that we'll be able to show on screen Ooh. as well as kind of read off uh, on some of I the like info that. they've given us. So we'll go through that. But in this last week, I believe, most kills per game, Fortunes keep 60 for Z 60? Smith and 57 for Stukawaki. Now, Asian Boy is on this, this graphic mm -hmm. as well. Let me double check and see if if maybe his name is just below this to see if he might i think he might have rebirth yeah. yeah 45 there it is boom 45 asian boy it's gonna see his name back at a tiktok creator I feel like, uh, good friend of mine oh see i think that means that i lost based on last week because i think i said i i feel like i remembered saying that like you know being in the 50s is extremely difficult and people will be busy um so yeah. i think i might be taking a big fat l on that shout yeah. out zisna and Stu, thank you yeah i think you might as well well this next one's fun this is over the course of the entirety of season four 595 victories there from zaito uh we had 500 and oh yeah, yeah, I know. Insane. 504 victories for Bonk. Right. Victory Grinder, also in World Series of Warzone, by the way. Uh, Rebirth victories, 338 for Amude. And... 50 is the best Caldera streak uh, from Stellar Moves. That's 50 wins in a row, Katie. What? 50 in a Caldera? <laughs> They're freaks. I think this is with Wag, and, and I think there was one other player that was playing with them. And 50? Shut up. 74 wins in a row from a mute. I mean, okay, I can get Rebirth. Like, that's still outrageous. Can you? That's out <laughs> yeah, Rebirth over Caldera, 100%. But, okay, what, what really sticks out to me in this most victories that's the whole you said the whole the whole season? season yeah season four are you pissed off if you're that person and you didn't get to 600 because i would be yeah. pissed off if i was at 595 <laughs> yeah i mean that is unbelievable i feel like you gotta pump those numbers up you know you can do a little bit i just can't believe winning 74 times in a row without a loss like when no, that's you, outrageous when do you get that next win and you go 
all right i i think we're getting i'm like losing some steam here let's right. stop playing and pick it up tomorrow like he didn't win 74 on one stream i don't think we'll have to get some some stat checks on that that'd be Calcio, like the but... um what are what are all those fall guys streams we keep seeing oh, with like yeah. uh courage and everyone that are like 100 wins yeah, like can you Haley. imagine yeah. if someone did that on like rebirth of like we're staying live till we get 74 wins yeah, in a row. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, I'll shout out to my, my kid, Haylight. He did one of those streams. It was mm. nuts. Um, all right, next one. This is uh, what Coliseum does. They've got fantasy points. This is like the, the mm. highest number of fantasy points from season. Um, and, and actually, Ooh. I think this might be for the week. But Biffle's at the very top, regardless. No surprise. at two. This kid's been on that grind. I'm telling you, Stu just flies under people's radars. Like, he wins so many tournaments. I pulled up a stat, Katie. He's got, like, some of the lowest numbers of tournaments uh podiumed for people mm -hmm. that are in the top 10 earned he just wins almost every single tournament that he plays in that he does podium in like he doesn't get a lot of third and right. seconds he just wins and he wins a ton of money when he does it Stu's disgusting and i think yeah. one of the things there too though is like Stu doesn't have an aggressive loud in your face personality right like oh, yeah, he kind of just sticks to his lane grinds is extremely good but you're not seeing Stu stirring up twitter beef or like taking pot shots at people over yeah. wagers and I, I think sometimes that means people can kind of overlook him a little bit and that's never what you should do case in point uh last tournament we cast sue and hostoka took first place yeah no exactly uh you see bradman out here for a j shout out to the mm -hmm. kid man's been putting in the work in world series of warzone with brolic and exact uh and then fifa kills on here as well who we had been talking in circles around we'll talk a little bit about that in a bit but um so it's some incredible stats across the board there were some other stats before we go to the over under section of this uh there were some other stats i wanted to read off that are not on the graphics right now uh the most time played over this season katie mm -hmm. 373 hours from bonk and this is by the way this is only tracked on their main account so anybody that had to run like a an alt account a shadow account or anything like that wouldn't count so bonk is at the highest at 373 hours God, of in-game playtime, which is nuts that I, I have only ever put and it's more than that so i'm not gonna say how much because i'm not really proud of it yeah but this is uh, in one only, season the, that's what's no, crazy I know. one season's outrageous the only the only times i put that much time into something was like mmos back yeah, in the day yeah, yeah. And, and and what i mean by that is like you're getting home from whatever and that's what you're doing all damn day well, until I mean, you go to bed and you're not getting as much sleep as you should be and you're not spending as much time with people yeah. as you should be but <laughs> hey it's all about that grind that's that's impressive that's impressive um it looks like uh, a couple of the stats on here um most gulag losses also bonk which makes sense because hey that means you're, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 um but yeah ideal squads are looking at the people on your screen right now if you're building out your own fantasy team and again you can build out your fantasy team on coliseum.co coliseum.co is where you can do that free to enter on fridays and they have some pay to enter ones but you can get some free money by using the code bot lobby all one word all caps so go check them out again exclamation point sponsor in the chat or down in the description below you can see that but uh, katie and i to finish off this uh section before we head to shitter's digest one of our favorite sections of the podcast where we talk about drama uh these are our over-unders i'm catching you by the mm -hmm. way I'm catching you. I'm only two points behind you. Over under. Are you sure you were six four last time? Let's no, keep I thought it, in it was mind. like I thought it was like no, seven six, three. Oh, okay. Well, no, it was six four. Six four. Well, I'm keeping pace. I'm keeping pace. Looking at our over unders across the board, uh, I gained a little bit in my opinion, mm -hmm. but maybe not. Uh, we've got most kills per game. Uh, over under of fifty two. Katie, let's go back through these. 
well this is for next I, this is for this upcoming week this is a brand new season people are grinding what are we thinking well if it's brand new season that means people are going to be going for brand new meta high scores to post uh so i'm definitely going over 52 over 52 okay i respect that and again that was in a single game that's like best game of the week i'm for definitely saying top. over that because yeah, yeah. i've seen people talking about the growl the kilo stuff like that like yeah. I, you're definitely gonna see over yeah i i'm gonna follow your lead there it's definitely gonna be over 52 uh most kills in all matches in a week we've got 2000 is the over oh. under most kills this is a tough one wait I, I so i'm sorry i'm dumb are you saying like if someone totaled up all their kills yep, in from a the week? week yep Two thousand. What do you think? Oh, you might have to mute that. Sorry, right, Lamberto. It's fine. <laughs> no one heard that. It's fine. Um. But, oh God, I that's you we go. haven't had a stat like that before. No, no, that's a tough one. You pick over under. Where are you going? Why do I also have to go first? All right, I'm taking the over. They're playing. They're grinding. No question asked. I don't know why I did that. That because I'm gonna go over too. All right, for your following <laughs> me, we're tied on this one. Time played twenty four hours in a week. Easy over for me. Oh, easy, easy. easy. 24 hours, that's nothing. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, for some of our grinders, for sure. That's a ton for me. Uh, most victories, eight, this is all matches on the week, 86, mm -hmm. over, under, last one. Uh, I'm saying over two. Okay, I'm going under on this one just to be okay. different. Okay, we'll see okay. who who grows in their lead or, or, or starts lessening on it. But hey, that was our Coliseum stat chat. We talked through some really cool stats for season four. A watch out for season five. Uh, Coliseum is an incredible kind of fantasy service you can find online. You can get in games for free. You can build out your squad. You've got like a salary cap and you pick your different players. And, and when they win, uh, when your favorite streamers win, you also win literally free money. We've had people in chat actually come in see it and go in and win some money flowers uh mm -hmm. lamb shop you know who you are we shout you out every single time but um yeah they're amazing and they're the reason we're able to do this podcast uh, they support us in so many ways so go check them out uh and help us out by helping them out and uh they've got a really cool product as well uh all right katie we have gone through yes. our coliseum stat chat we are on to our final section of the podcast uh shitters digest uh for those at home yes. that maybe you're tuning in for the very first time uh, tell us what shitters digest is uh shitters digest is where all of the shitters of the world we we come together in our community and we and we talk about um the the shenanigans that have been going on the the twitter dust-ups the beefs in wagers uh the the drama that occurs big or small or just the things that are worth talking about that maybe aren't slotted into the interview or uh the stat chat and uh we've really we've really got kind of one major event and it was a is a twitter tornado uh courtesy of repulse and god bless repulse for for doing this basically how how it starts out right is uh repulse and, and this is a troll tweet and uh i think everyone knew it was a troll tweet but they still had the outrage right repulse tweets warzone players can go to comp cod and be good comp players cannot come to warzone and be good <laughs> obviously repulse is trolling because Tommy rated. You've got a lot of retired pros that came over and are some of the best of the best. But when I tell you go, this started a storm. You have Jake Lucky. You yeah. got Sensor. I mean, Sensor yeah. responds everything. But you, you got everyone in there. Yeah. And uh, people were people were getting a little. little pissed off about it there's a lot that goes into this to be to be clear and and i think this is a much more nuanced <laughs> conversation than most people give it credit for because aside from the skump solo yolo win which is mm -hmm. a not a fluke definitely not a fluke no. but it still doesn't prove the point 
when you start thinking about CDL players hopping into a Warzone tournament and whether or not they will win any money at all, the answer to that is very low because they're not grinding the game. Like, we've right. seen them pop it. We've seen Zinni. We've seen others pop it. And they do very poorly in Warzone tournaments. Period in a sentence. Like, done. Game over. That's the conversation. However, that doesn't negate the fact that if they came over and started grinding a lot, they would see a ton of success because of their skill that they have from, from multiplayer right. Call of Duty. And the same goes the either direction. Like, the, the argument like, oh, there was that one Vanguard tournament at the very beginning where Aiden actually did pretty well. Like, that doesn't prove that Warzone players can compete. And when they do go over to, like, multiplayer-style tournaments, they get absolutely dumped on. Like, it's, it's right. no question. So, there isn't even really a comparison you can make it's all about mm -hmm. timing right yeah and, and and here's the thing right and this is something rated mentioned in our previous podcast was the the comms uh power mine i'm in vegas the comms <laughs> uh, um the comms in warzone from retired pros are leaps and bounds more efficient than the comms of just Sure. Warzone players. That's all they did. And when I look at tweets like this, um, I am of the belief that there is a very, very small minority of Warzone only players. And what I mean, my mean I, but by that is they were never in challengers. I, it's a whole thing. You're I, good. It's but I'm like, I, my house got robbed and I can't talk. <laughs> it's fine. Um, what I mean, I mean by that is that you were never in challengers. You never tried to go pro anything. You're just only Warzone. Um, there's like probably on one hand the amount of people I could name Biffle being one of them um, that could actually go over to challengers and probably find success. Sure. Uh, by and large, no. Yeah. I'm sorry. You you are going to challengers because let's be clear, none of them could get into a pro team yeah. right now. Yeah. You yeah. have to go into challengers. You're going to get eaten alive. Yep. And I, I'm not saying, you know, it's not because you're good enough necessarily, but the Warzone skill set is not the professional Call of yeah, Duty no, skill set. 100%. And at the end of the day, shooting Bob the Builder and Jimmy John and whoever else in a Warzone lobby is not the same thing as Game 5, Round 11, S&D. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. just, it's not, nor it ever will be. So I can understand, like, I like that Repulse tweeted that it's out for the banter. But I mean, even Sib was getting on Aiden's case because Aiden was tweeting at Sib, bro, I would gun you, no troll, your ass. Yes, and I think Aiden's kind of, it, Aiden is one of those people, though, that I, I do say, if he actually wanted to go over and think about it and try, yeah. like, John has played with him in, in uh, hardpoint control SD style tournaments, and, and Aiden does do really well. But I, I mean, good luck. You're 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 in yeah, a professional. You're in a professional game, coach. And I, you, goodbye. Have, have fun. See you later. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. You're getting smoked. Yeah, it's just time in. It's just put in the time. And, and some of you could maybe make it, and some of you couldn't. And I say vast majority couldn't. In multiplayer, you have special skills in Warzone that have, have contributed to your success. And of course, we've seen people like Tommy Riddard, etc., come over from CDL, grind the game, get really good, and, and win 
crazy amounts of money 400 plus thousand dollars right like it, it there's no question there's really no debate but it is worth mentioning because <laughs> there we... was a lot of chatter on twitter about Can we... it okay this this might be doing uh doing someone dirty uh -oh. but this tweet had me rolling. Oh, I, I know where you're going Can you are we able to bring it up on screen so probably rated uh i haven't i haven't linked uh -uh. Rated tweeted out, and, and Rated had a lot to say about this, as he would. Oh um, and he tweets out, the CDL Warzone debate literally settled. This guy is on TBE Warzone. <laughs> they are not the same. And go to, I don't know if you can bring I it up. It. It's but all. this is a stat card from CWL Don't of even noobs. do the man like that. He does, he does noobs so dirty. He does noobs so dirty with a 0.74 SD KD and a 0.68. Guys, if you don't know how KD is working, COD, just stop. that is bad. <laughs> just stop. Real bad, okay? <laughs> mean. I, it's so mean, but like, it's hysterical because Raiden's doing it in good fun, right? Let's be clear. Like, Raiden is poking fun at noobs because he can, but... I saw that. That was my favorite tweet from that entire debate. Was like, that's just not right to do this. Yeah, someone. yeah, no, I know. And this that that picture has been cycling around forever. Whenever noobs is like a <laughs> forefront of any conversation, and it's hilarious. Uh, well, we'll Let's be clear though. By the way, every pro has had a stat card yeah. like that in a series. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Whether you played traditional sports or esports, you just got bad days, all right? That is uh, so funny. But, okay, final topic besides Huskers getting LASIK, uh, which is, I guess, a conversation that we could have. I just thought, hey, look, look, someone said he got a Cronus installed in his eyes, and I like that. I respect that. Uh, but the, the final topic of conversation, and this is more so just kind of like spreading the facts from what we understand about World Series of Warzone, uh, of kind of what happened. Um, simple facts. Uh, e EU qualifiers and NA qualifiers were a day apart. Uh, one was on Saturday and one was on Sunday. Um, we had the EU qualifiers and uh, it it completed, but there were some hiccups along the way. The way uh, any major tournament works that's directly with Activision, most people know this, uh, you, you do something called whitelisted lobbies where everybody's Activision ID is thrown into a data bank. It's all input into the system so that when you search for trios in public lobbies, you all go into one public lobby. Now, this is really important because it also dictates the way the game is played, right? If you start comparing and contrasting, not necessarily one's worse or one's better, when you start comparing and contrasting a public game, a public lobby, style game versus a, a customs game it's not about who you're playing because you're whitelisting all the same players it's about how you're playing warzone the, for instance the loadout in customs comes four minutes and 24 seconds later in, in uh customs than it does a public lobby um like it's wow. it's a completely different game um you have to buy your loadout early you, you focus on resource management at the very beginning and getting enough money to buy that free loadout whereas in a, in a public lobby you're not necessarily as worried about that you get a good ground loot gun take on your first fight and then go get that free loadout that drops so different game there uh planes you know you've got helicopters with guns in one and not in the other um and of course all the new map changes is a big deal that just happened um but back before the map changes that was the question mark so whitelist lobbies are how it's supposed to work those just weren't working uh there were some technical issues from behind the scenes i suppose i'm not sure and, and it, it happens it, yeah it, it happens it, it, I mean, we saw it at cdl i mean my goodness there was like a it two, happens everywhere all two the time hour and... delay at cdl i mean it it yeah. happens everywhere it's an online gaming world and it's just it's it's unfortunate um for the players for the talent you know activision doesn't want that to happen sure um, yeah never 
but so so it's tough to see but i know uh things have been rescheduled right? yeah well uh, this was the this was the kind of question mark the, the whitelist weren't working so the backup option was let's use the customs ui all the players are mm -hmm. communicated hey we're going to customs you have to join the lobby it's a different game your loadout's four minutes later all that stuff that we we're talking about the problem with customs right now is that um customs are working great if you don't exceed a certain player threshold at certain points in the game. So the reason the lobby broke was because, yes, we had 120 players in the lobby, but also since it was World Series of Warzone and only the top like the top 20 teams qualify, not the top three, everybody was playing very passively, very slow. So you were seeing a lot of times we were hitting some of those metrics in the game where if you're over a certain player count, like 90 or something like that after the end of the, the second circle, still like the lobby's going to crash every single time. Mm -hmm. And so we were like hovering right around that threshold. So we would have a crash, then we'd have a crash, then our game would work. Then we'd have a crash, then we'd have a game work. Then there would be a game, another another game works, then two crashes and a game work. Like we got through the EU qualifiers. Now I wasn't on desk for this, but I was watching and they were able to make it through. Of course, the problem with that is Warzone has a bit of RNG. You have a great game. And unfortunately, that's the one that crashes. Uh, you have a bad game. And unfortunately, that's the one that scores. And, and some teams that were really good teams didn't make it through. That was kind of the, the controversy there. Um, but we finished the tournament. Get to the NA side. I'm super hype. I'm on the desk. I'm ready to rock and roll. And, and the exact same thing happens. Whitelist wasn't working. So we go to customs. The problem is all the NA players were watching the EU qualifiers and saying, hey, we need to play really passive because some really good teams didn't make it. I want to play slow mm -hmm. and make sure we play consistently rather than going aggressive, losing and not making points. So because they were playing so, so, so slow, we couldn't get a single game working based on the constraints that we had. So it ended up having to reschedule it. So those are the facts. That's why things happened the way they did. Three strike rule isn't the way it always works, but in NA, we had three games that weren't able to work back to back to back. So they called it, whereas in EU, it only ever DC'd twice um, instead of a full three times. So they kept powering through it and made it through the tournament. Um, NA, not the same. So NA is getting rescheduled. Now that does mean the rescheduled NA quals are, are going to be a completely different game if they get whitelisting working, um, meaning brand new map, gun rebalancing, everything they've added rage serum and all the and all the new things so something to keep an eye out for i believe it is currently slated for thursday of next week um time of recording that would be uh september 1st uh actually exact week from today um around this time so those are the cold hard facts as i know them that's all i i really want to say about the topic and just for people's information because i know a lot of people were confused katie like they were looking at like why did this happen why did that happen what was going on and, and that's what we understand so Yep. Uh, I mean, uh, unfortunately, hiccups happen, and I know everyone is doing the best they can uh, with this situation. And, uh, you know, the show must go on, which it will, as you said, September 1st. But um, I think that's it for me. I don't have anything else on the docket for this episode. Uh, once again, a massive shout out. Uh, thank you to Jukies for coming on. I know um, that we're, we're still uh, we're hunting down scumming because he <laughs> yeah. came to us and apparently he's been moving for like three weeks at this point. So we're going to lock him down <laughs> at some point, guys, to look. <laughs> look forward to fluffy hippo coming on we will try to get scumming on uh and, and certainly plenty of other guests in the works we're really excited about uh warzone 2 uh that has been rumored slash maybe confirmed november 16th is when we will get warzone 2 so all the hopes and dreams that all of our favorite guests have had for warzone 2 we'll, we'll continue to see if that actually happens once it comes out uh i know a lot of our our guests are going to be headed over to 
Call of Duty next in about three weeks or so uh, mm-hmm. to be playing Modern Warfare 2 on kind of the initial release. So some really cool and exciting things in the future. Hoping to get some more interviews lined up uh, for some of those topics so that you guys can get a chance to, to listen in. But thank you so much for listening. I'm not going to draw the outro out a ton, Katie. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps our discoverability from the podcasting side of things. We've had a blast doing this podcast and had some amazing guests and excited to bring more. Katie, let's close this thing out. Uh, anything you're working on, where can people find you if this is their first time tuning in? Uh, you can check out where to find me right below me in the wonderful overlay that we have. Um, got some got some stuff in the works for September. Nothing necessarily locked down, so can't really speak to it. But uh, just, you know, doing my thing, having fun, streaming, uh, getting ready for upcoming gigs. Just had a Valorant gig a couple days ago, it was, which was a, it was a lot of fun. Um, but no, other than that, just, just watching you rock it to the moon. Uh, well, I appreciate that a ton. Great Master Goge, all major socials here for a good time and uh, not a long time because we're going to close this thing out. Thank you for the support of Bot Lobby Podcast. We'll see you guys next episode. Peace.